First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Adobe Den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast. Episode 119, the pod of the everyman, the Two Beers Podcast. I'm Jordan. Drew is on vacation this week. So instead, we've called up to the big leagues my brother, guest from the two-for-one, Tori White. Tori, welcome to the main pod this week. It's good to be here. You know, I got some big shoes to fill. Uh... But I think I'm ready. I've been working all week, you know, working on my game, ready to step up. Nice. Uh, filling in for, you know, Drew. His streak has finally ended, you know. is one of the most impressive streaks I've seen in a while. Pretty much the most impressive streak since... The streak has come to an end, Drew. You're here with us in spirit. You are literally texting us memes nonstop as we sit here and record. So enjoy Disney, my friend. But we will hold it down until you're back next week. Enjoy. Bef- before we get any further, Tori. Yes. The, nice, the niceties. As, the niceties. As, as you coined. Assume position for the t- for the world-famous two-brew salute. And a three, and a two, and a one. Let's get it on. What do you have this week, Tor? Uh, it is January in Western PA. That could mean one thing. Gotta go with the nectar of the gods, the nugget nectar. The nuggies! I also have a nugget nectar, of course. We're just pummeling the listeners with nugget nectar after nugget nectar. Goddamn right. You all should be very jealous of us because this is amazing stuff here. I- it's just it is perfection in a can. I just I just love it. The amorous, so good, so good once it hits your lips. As soon as it hits your lips. Huh. All right, we have a lot of fun stuff to get to, and, and oddly, like kind of a quiet period in sports, other than NFL football, NFL playoffs, but like kind of got a lot. So before we get to all that, I, I, there's this new thing, and it's it's weird. I'm doing it with Drew out. But I got this new thing I want to test out, and you're you're my first first uh, pilot. Oh yeah, you here. brought this up, and then we're very vague about it. So I'm kind of like interested, scared, I got, excited. I got all in, all in a ball. Sounds like GoFund prom night. Ayo, hey, we got that out of the way. Um, three questions. Mm-hmm. I, I want to log these, and I want to see if where the crossovers are and who the psychopaths are. You ready? Three easy ones. It's easy. Taylor Hansen. (laughs) Firstly, milk and cereal. Do you go cereal first and then milk or milk first, then cereal? Uh, Cereal first and then milk. You got to go cereal first. You got to get the right amount of cereal. Exactly. I mean... If you overmilk it from the beginning, you're just... Okay, first off, if you overmilk it from the beginning, 
then your 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 cereal milk that you drink afterwards is the flavor is all wrong there. So you got to have the right amount of cereal. You got to start with the cereal. Yeah, you can't, you can't overmilk it. Yeah, I mean you can't. Yeah, you can't overmilk it. You know, that's like the worst case scenario. You could always add more milk. I, yeah, that's it's it's definitely cereal first. Anyone else is a psychopath. Second, well, no, this is why I'm I'm collecting the data. We're gonna figure this out. Second thing, toilet paper hang it hangs down over the top or it hangs around the back. Uh, over the top, like uh, towards the front. Right. You don't want to go. You don't want to go yep, back towards, towards the, the wall. Yep. The two front. for two. We're lockstep so far. Now I think I think we grew up is, in the same household, so I would. Well, I was wondering. I was wondering. So, all right, you ready? Ready for this now? Third one. On when you brush your teeth, water on the brush first, then toothpaste, or toothpaste toothpaste first, then water. Water, toothpaste, water. Oh my! I didn't even have that as an option. But from the top rope, water, toothpaste, water. Toothpaste, water. water. Wow. Yeah. The double water. Double the water. Wow. Uh, well, and you want to rinse out whatever you know. You got to rinse off the the toothbrush. You put on the toothpaste, and then you water up the toothpaste. Okay, I was not prepared for that answer, but that will be logged as a special. That's and that's next level. That's genius thought there. That's I don't know, you know what that only, you a, spe- might, you only might... a special caliber of individual. <laughs> does it you like might that. you might be right there. You you might be that psychopath. Anyway, all right. Well, that's gonna be. I. Uh, it's my. You're my test. You're my test pilot. I, we'll we'll see if if that sticks. But I want to collect the data and really really see go. who's out there. Yep. Okay. Um. I like it. Yeah. So we're gonna do some boxing here to start. Um. Last week wasn't much going on. Big big FA Jogbe versus Shaw. We talked about it last week. I'm sorry if you watched that based on our preview. It was not a good fight whatsoever. Uh, did you end up watching it, Tor? I I did not. I did not see it. Uh, I was out that night. Don't, um, don't worry about it. It was yeah. it was on regular ESPN. It was a jab fest. I Drew texted me, which I didn't get the text till the morning, but he said, or maybe he texted me in the morning. He said, "Yeah, that fight was a snooze fest." I didn't get the text because I literally did fall asleep watching that fight. It was so bad. That's the ultimate test of a snooze fest. Do you actually fall asleep? And the answer was yes, I did. Yeah. So, F off. Like, I don't even know what to do with, with those people. I draw Bay did win on the majority de- – or I'm, no, on the unanimous decision. But I'm not too familiar with their fighters. Are they more typically heavy-handed? Are they known for knockouts? Are they – Bay is – known for extreme knockouts he has like the third longest reach ever like he he, he has a reach of like 83 inches or something wow. like that like he's a big time heavyweight from one quarter in the other huh? yeah yeah exactly he could hit you from the stool um but he was famous for one time a guy the bell rung and the guy just said nah i'm good and just walked right out and, and he was like i don't want to get <laughs> i don't want to get hit by this guy um, that's what he was famous for, but, uh, little Roberto Duran back in the day, a little bit. He, uh, so he, he got beat by Frank Sanchez. He's had a couple victories now. So he's, he's, uh, a guy in the top rank stable who quite frankly, I don't even know where he goes from here. Cause that was, that was not great. Um, did, did he, so he ended up losing. He won. He won. He won, but it just, but it was, it was all jabs, but there was, there was no combos, yeah, no foot yeah. movement, no, 
Very stale, huh? No body work, no no uh, hook slides. Oh my gosh, there was just so much that was not there. It was very disappointing. Um, That's sad. It was. But we have a bunch of boxing news that kind of broke in the past week. So yes, indeed. Haney Loma is close. You know, they're just trying to figure out uh, location, which they're looking at uh, all these fights coming up. They're all looking in, into the Middle East to see if, if, if that's <laughs> they want to get their their big buck. checks. Yeah, um, exactly. But they, so, I believe they're settled on the date, right? It is going to be May 20th, correct? Yes. And uh, I don't know if that's in stone, but that's the date that's well, out I, there. I it's like... after it's after Ramadan. Um, okay. So Haney wanted it before Ramadan so he could not have to fast while he's training. But I guess it's going to make it work. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him yet again, you know, making a concession to, to make a fight, even though he has all the belts. Yeah. Um, so, you know, got gotta love him just taking the fights as they come. Look, uh, yeah, more power to a guy like that. You know, he's not shying away from anything, not making excuses, and you know, getting it done. So, kudos. Yep. So May twentieth, which is your birthday, my birthday, and it would be a good thirty seventh birthday uh, present to go make a trip to see those two guys slug it out. <laughs> Unless it's in friggin' uh, Saudi Arabia. Or yeah, something. you know, I, yeah, that's that's where I draw the line. We, we, Bach, we, we can Bach get together Rainer. and like you know have yeah. like a viewing party. It's uh, we can. Is that that? I'm guessing that would be a pay per view. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it will be. It'll uh I don't know how many pay per view buys it'll well, do, but Well if if we're not there... Unless ESPN goes crazy and may, maybe if the Middle East like gives them like a big old enough big money old yeah. check and they'll be like, F it, let's just put it on ESPN. Yeah. Uh but I, I would be very surprised if it wasn't pay per view. Um, uh you all guys always say styles make fights. Uh what do you guys think about those styles? Those two guys. I mean two really good tacticians. Exactly. Two good tacticians. I feel, um, I feel like there'd be several rounds where you're like waiting for something to happen and it's like they're still like filling each other out. Yeah, Loma, I'd say, has better knockout power. Um, no, neither guy has like pure one punch power. Um, Haney is going to have the reach and the height advantage. He's just a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, so he he's younger. I mean, the advantage is definitely going to go to Haney in that fight. Um but I love both those guys, so I, you know Loma's my my favorite. But Haney is is quickly getting there, so you know yeah. that, it's gonna be. Um, I mean, he's it, got undeniable skill. He it like stands out, jumps. And off you know the what? People complain that he got touched up a little bit from Cambosis. Not that he he got hit hard or anything, but like, look, we we just said like the last couple fights <laughs> of these guys who, like, you, you're if you're gonna throw, you're gonna get hit. Like, yeah. And and like Cambosis got the, his crap kicked in. What, in what the that hell did uh, what the hell did uh, Rocky say? It's not how like you gotta be able to take the other guy's punch or something. You know, something like that. It's not I, how got... hard you can get hit. It's how er, it's not how hard you hit. It's how hard how you hard can you get, get hit and keep moving forward. I mean, that's kind of like what it is with you know. Man, we uh, you... if we wouldn't have got that right, Drew would have been so pissed at us. Eh, guess what? If he wanted to get we it stumbled right, he into be it. Here. We we stumbled into it. I know you guys. You guys are the, definitely more versed in Rocky than I am. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I I kind of watched them all like once or so and like got the gist of it. You guys like it's, <laughs> it's like a religion. 
Yeah, Drew, Drew's a little bit more than me, but yeah, I I, I am definitely a, a big. Heck, I didn't even I didn't even hate the first half of Rocky Five. I thought it was a fair enough setup. You know, it was just it was just mm-hmm. kind of everything else that followed that was ridiculous. Um, okay, so that one's coming. Um, Tank Garcia, Tank Ryan Garcia. Well, both Tank Garcia and Tank Ryan Garcia. So pay per view numbers are starting to come in on Tank versus Hector Luis Garcia. Um, Glazer said that, or Glasser, whatever his name is, said it was 90,000 buys. He's kind of the authority. Dan Raphael <laughs> comes in and says that it was like 200 to 220,000 buys. Drew and I were in that area. It was like, I think I said like 125,000. Drew said on the low end, like, 90 and on the high end like 175 or 200 or you something split the so the difference you could call it like 150 you know yeah and we were kind of like in that in that ballpark so that's kind of where that shook out um okay. but <laughs> ryan garcia was saying how and, and you know fake abs uh golden boy was saying how we need to have a contract or else this fight is off blah 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 and we need it by monday well i don't know if they got up on monday but there was pictures on them with with Ryan yeah, Garcia, uh, Garcia and uh, De La Hoya, De La Hoya holding the paperwork. Yeah, that's right. So um, apparently it's that close. Um, I I haven't seen anything since then. I I don't think they had signed it. It was just the paperwork that they were was was in going hand. over. They said something like putting the f- finishing touches on it yeah. or something to that effect. So um, that that's apparently close. So. Fingers crossed. Cause... April 15th uh, in Vegas, right? Well, I, I don't know if they'll make that date per se. Um, I think that's that's a hope and a wish at this point. But They would have I, to finalize it, the details like now. Yeah, and, and you got to remember, like, Errol Spence's fight is – oh, shit. I forget, I forget the date of that. Um, you want to Google that while I finish this thought. But they, uh, they don't want to have uh, – PBC doesn't want to have um, – Tank and Ryan fight the same month as Errol because that's just oversaturated. I, I don't know why, quite frankly. I mean, if it's if you're putting out two good fights, people will buy them. But I think just, you know, the average person, you know, their monthly budget, they don't want to have have people make decisions on which pay-per-view they're going to buy on, on a monthly monthly budget, I think, yeah. is, is kind of the, the gist of it. Um, so they – they don't want to put it in the same month as, who, as Errol. Spence, who is Spence's next fight? Keith Thurman. Oh, Spence and Thurman. Okay. Yeah. Let me look it up. At one, at friggin' one fifty four. His mandatory at one forty seven, but somehow they're gonna let him fight at one fifty four. So, go figure that one out. Oh, gosh, these yeah. beers go down smooth. Um. Anyway, so that that's big this week. Um, and just going right in order. Berlanga is breaking up with Top Rank. He he kind of fell out of out of grace just with various things. He was he was the knockout artist. I think it was something like eighteen fights Six, in a row. Sixteen. Sixteen in a row. Sixteen in a row with the first uh, round KOs. First, first round KOs, that's right. And um you know, he was he was the monster, he was so hot. Then they said, hey, you know, we can't have you just knocking everybody out. You got to learn the box. And that's true. I feel like they kind of took away what made him him, though. Yeah, um, they, tried, they tried to get too cute with it. 
Yeah, and, and like, yes, he definitely needed rounds. He definitely needed to, to work on his skill. But, like, you can also work on that in sparring. And, like, he, he was getting into fights where it was clear that, like, he didn't have the stamina and, like, really, like, needed the rounds. And, like, that being said, and, and you like, tell, you, like, it's okay to go for the knockout at the yeah, same time. And yeah. he just never really did. He, he, Which is fine, because he's still young. He's still only 25. Yeah. But he's still undefeated, right? Yes. So he had an injury. He came back from the injury. And then when he came back from the injury, he bit that guy. Bit I that forget guy. the guy's yeah, name. He's suspended for six so months. He's, so he's suspended. How, and when, do we know when that's going to finish, that suspension? I, I forget. Uh, it was probably I would think part it'd of the... it have to be coming up soon. That bite was two it, months, it, ago, three months ago. Some, I don't know. May, yeah, or more. Um, or, it might be so, done. Who knows? Nah, not yet, but not, I'm sure it's coming up. Yet, but... Yeah. They so now he's a free agent. It was it was a mutual parting of ways. Um, they kind of just fell out of love with each other, and so I mean I hope he gets with someone who can kind of not. I mean look, I'm not saying go for the knock first round knockout every time, but like don't lose your tenacity either. Yeah. Kind of like lost his tenacity. If it's there, so. go for it. You know what I mean. If it's there, exactly. you got it. it you well, go yeah, for exactly. It. Like, like why, why let a guy hang around? Like yeah, that was Roy Jones Jr.'s thing. He always always like was like why are you letting this guy hang with you speaking of which forgot to mention this this weekend eubanks and uh liam's i think it was liam smith is fighting it's two british fighters uh, i almost forgot about it because i don't care eubanks jr got popped with with the peds and now i guess he's fighting whatever um when uh is that is that gonna be a middle saturday fight if it's i'm guessing it, it's across the pond yeah but yeah it is and uh i believe roy jones is in his corner for for this fight um i i thought i i read that a couple times drew said he he wasn't as sure but um roy jones has has been with uh eubanks before has helped train him um that's one of his his fighters so I think he's going to be there in, in his corner. But regardless, um, he did. Hey, and Roy Jones had a birthday uh, here this last couple days. Ooh. So shout out to Roy. God. Shout out to him. Y'all must have forgot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was talking Berlanga. about Berlanga. Thank you. Like, and his first uh, round knockouts. Yeah, just like don't be afraid to get him out. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. You know, it's like you yes, work on that stuff whenever it presents itself, but don't you know, shy away from the thing that got you here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then the biggest nah, maybe not the biggest news, but another huge fight that could happen. This is what I'm looking forward to. Stephen Fulton, uh, in a way moving up to fight to fight Fulton at one twenty two before Fulton moves up to one twenty six. Um, huge fight. Uh, I, it, it's supposedly going to be, it's supposedly agreed to like, and so yeah. they're there. And that came together super fast. If it's true, and it's, it's going to be in Japan. I think is they said, sounds on, like it, but they sounds don't like... know the exact place in Japan is what I, is what I was gathering. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't gather all the details either yet. Um, but yeah, it's going to be in Japan. Um, in a way, Fulton. Drew always always gets on me because I, I kind of poo-pooed Fulton just because um, just because 
Yeah, here. Sorry, I just googled yeah. it real or here while I was while I was in mid sentence. Um, yeah. be, because Fulton, like he's, I think he's like twenty one and zero with eight knockouts, yeah. something to that effect. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's not, the exact not a big number. knockout power guy. Which is fine. I don't need yeah. a big knockout guy. But his last fight, everyone was saying he really is going to give the fans what they want. He's going to give a knockout and prove that he's ready for the big fights. And he just went on like cruise control, and I was yeah. just like, man, come on. Um. He's a that Philly be, native, so I'm sure that's why Drew is, you know. Drew loves him. him. All the Philly yeah. natives love him. And look, it's fine. Yeah. But you know what? I, you 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 take the fight against Inouye in Japan when you're the one that has the belts. Hey, you know what? Clean my hands uh, of the stank of that last fight. I, that's forgiven. Let's go, baby. I'm, yeah. That that's make, awesome. Make fights happen. Yeah. I'm, uh, that, so that's you the know, big thing. That's I think that with you know coming off like the Spence Crawford thing and like. You know, some of these Ryan Garcia deals that did not come to be, like, make fights happen is is, is the main thing. And, like, Garcia, you know, he's getting right now. He's making making a good one happen. Uh, Spence and Crawford are trying to make that happen. We'll see. If yeah, that, well, I mean, Spence has to fight uh, Keith Thurman. And yeah. It's back, it's, back half of 2023. It's know. probably not going to happen. It's probably, yeah. like, Steven Espinoza – Showtime came out and was he's like I'm sure Crawford doesn't feel this way but basically went on to point all the fingers at Crawford yeah, whatever yeah. it's let's not waste even our breath on that one yeah. but um yeah I mean those yeah. are big and then and then the the trash talking is starting to pick up with Usyk and Fury and again they they're looking at Middle East as well but it's great because yeah Fury keeps calling Usyk rabbit and middleweight and Usyk keeps calling, keeps calling him Belly. He's like, <laughs> dude, it's hilarious. He's like, Belly, the rabbit is waiting for you. And 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 Fury's like, all right, middleweight, I'm gonna smash you to bits. And it's oh, it's it's just so good. We're working on that Fury impression. Uh, I don't know. I I I didn't. If you say it was good, it did not sound good in my head. So. <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna smash a middleweight. In a way, Fulton, that's lining up for what the the uh, late spring, I think I read, like May, July ish, or May, June, or somewhere around there. Um, I don't know. Um, hold on, I just had it up. Da, 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 da. May, June, yeah, May, May slash June in Japan. So, yeah. and you were saying about Fulton, like not being a knockout guy. It's funny because in a way, he's just the opposite. Yeah, exactly. He's like tons of knockouts and like highlight real ones too. Yeah, so great, great fight, great fight. Just man, Drew. Drew was saying, I wonder if anybody's gonna come over for my uh, my watch party at six a.m. <laughs> on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Oh, so good. Um, da, 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 da. but uh, that that's it. So more news than actual fights in the world of boxing. Shocker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but got nothing else there. Um, I wanted did a good to job covering it. Yeah, well, thank you, sir. Um, hey, I want to jump over to the world of NHL a little bit. We have yeah. a bizarre freaking story. I, I sent it to you. Uh, Robin Leonard, goalie for the Vegas Knights, who's been out with, with an injury, files bankruptcy for, like, $50 million. Yeah, you. someone brought this up, and I was like, what, like how do you go that deep in uh... – you know what you we talked about this on the phone, and I don't think you actually did end up sending me the the story. 
Oh baby. Yeah. So like, what what, what was your first there? what was your first comment when I said he you know when I told you he was bankrupt for fifty million? I was like, were these this I was like going into that fifty million? I was like, that had to be bad investments. Like I can't see you just lavishly spending, like. You know, getting the credit to go fifty million in debt, just lavishly spending as like are, an NHL hockey player. You know, are you ready to hear what one of his biggest debts was? Uh, this take this be good. take two guesses of just off the wall shit. Uh, let's see, exchanging cryptocurrency for good, good try. That that's actually a lot a lot more logic. But okay, as I say, I was gonna say exchanging it for like some sort of untraceable horse uh <laughs> so, some horse steroids that he could get away with no 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 not that one one more crazy guess oh god uh he likes having his feet tickled with feathers by uh foreign <laughs> ladies and <laughs> no, he has no. to pay their their father's rights i don't know friggin exotic snakes Exotic snakes, gotta, gotta he, have them. He got into some deal with some guy. He's basically the um, uh, who's the tiger? He's basically like the Tiger King guy of like exotic snakes. He he like tried to pay this guy like one and a half million dollars for this collection of exotic snakes, like anacondas, all this ball pythons, all this. There's snakes shit. out there this big. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently for one point five million, yes, there was and. So that I just don't know where Classic. the fifty million comes in, but like he had this whole big, like the stories turned into like him and his damn snakes. Now he also <laughs> he also invested in this like something to do with renewable energy, and he had to like guarantee a lot of this business debt. So I don't know, like some of it's from the snakes, some of it's from this renewable energy stuff renewable gone bad. Renewable energy it runs on snake skin. You take yeah. the shedded skin of the snake. <laughs> it's a hamster wheel with it. a snake. It's a hamster wheel with a snake. <laughs> <laughs> this will work. This will work like a charm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that was just a crazy ass story that came out. But needless to say, he, yeah, he's uh, he hasn't played. I don't know what the hell his deal is. <laughs> I mean, he has a hip injury, but like, yeah, he filed he filed Chapter Seven bankruptcy. Um, My goodness. Another story out of the NHL and. Honestly, I don't even want to opine on it, but I did want to just let the listeners know in case they haven't heard of it. Have you heard of Provorov, the def- the defenseman from Philly tour? I heard of some. He said something that's well. A lot so of people it, are making it be really bad. Some people think it's not as bad as it's being. Well, so be. you know the the. Um, I, I don't the, really know. I don't even know what he said though. Like I don't. I well, don't he didn't even... say anything. It was it was the the league does the LGB thing where they yeah. have the rainbow jersey for the oh, warm-ups. Is he one of those guys who didn't want to wear it because of religious beliefs or whatever? Yes. So he okay. stayed in the locker room and didn't come out for warm-ups. And so after the game, he was. they asked him about it. He said, I'm true to two things, my religion and myself. And he's a Russian, Russian, ortho, he's a Russian player. Yeah. Excuse me. He's Russian Orthodox Christian. He's like, I don't, I don't want to do that stuff. And his coach, Tortorella, said, yeah, I have his back. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Look, wh- however you feel about it, I don't care. And quite frankly, I don't care about what he did or anything else either. Yeah. But it is interesting. You know, it's kind of like the reverse Kaepernick. Okay. So I just I just turned this out there because 
Drew's uh, one of Drew's favorite guys, Cam Johnson, just checked in the game, and it's good to see him healthy. Yeah, anyway. right. We'll we'll get the NBA here in in a GIF. But anyway, oh, you know what? On that note, that's all I really wanted to say was just point out there like what it was, and so you know people were coming after okay. him. Yeah, I mean, look, blah blah blah. I mean, again, it's like. Okay, uh, whatever. You know, you know. It, I, I just, when I think of that, I just think of like the one family guy clip where Peter Griffin is like, well, I do not agree with what you say. I will fight to the death for your right to say it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yep. You know, yeah. you, 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 pretty much feel, feel how you feel, but you know, that's, you have the right to feel that take, way. Yeah. You can do what you want. And take the life, arrows, you know. take the arrows that come with it and move on with your yeah. life, I guess. Um. All right. So, next topic is the NBA. So, um, this is where Drew oh, usually no, no, does the the we'll, catch and shoot. Well, so while we're while we were doing the NHL, I just wanted to bring up one thing because oh okay yeah McDavid is having like an obscene season. I saw he's on pace for like sixty seven goals, which would be the be the most since uh, Tamu Solani seventy two. Tamu Solani, yeah, yeah. Ninety five, ninety six. He's on pace for like close to one hundred fifty points. Like, I just wanted to ask you what you think his all-time ceiling is. Like, where is, like, the best he could possibly fall in the all-time rankings? Top five. He could yeah. be top five. I, I think and, so, uh, too. I, I, you um, know what? I, I hate to say it, but I think he could pass Crosby. Because I think he's more of a scorer it, than Crosby. He it, he is. is, but you have to – here's here's the – this is an interesting conversation. Um. You got you to gotta remember this with Crosby. Crosby is either the most skilled grinder of all time or the most grindingest superstar of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I say that's a he, thing. He's, he, he does, does defense. He back checks. Mm-hmm. He plays defense. He does face-offs. He works along the boards. He passes. Um, he He's one of the t- definitely one of the top five most all-around players ever. Oh, Probably sure. a top five. I mean, he's a top five player of all time as of right now. He he's he's almost like Michael Jordan level of like winner. Not 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 quite there, but like yeah. say like Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw level. Like yeah, he got the golden goal in the Olympics. He's won three Stanley Cups. Uh, I mean, there's he's done everything. MVPs. He's won Rocket Richard trophies. Like. He's yeah. won every trophy there is. Like, he, at, at an age where he should be winding down, he's still, like, having Very an amazing season. Like, pr- yeah. Well, no, he, no, he's, a, like, a top 10 player yeah. right now <laughs> at age yeah. 35 or 36. Like, he's top 10 in the league in scoring. So, you know, he's uh, when he should be slowing down. He's, he's just an amazing, amazing player. And up until his, like, 30s, up until his, like, yeah, probably for, like, the first 10 – to 12 years of his career, he, he the only two players who averaged more points a game than him were like Gretzky and Lemieux. And yeah. then he started to slow down. The, it got a little bit to be of a dead puck era a little bit. Yeah. And then it's picked back up here the past few years, which coincidentally, you know, it's, it worked out perfectly for McDavid. Yeah. Um, but McDavid is probably the most skilled person i've seen at that speed like he's fast he the speed that he uses and the hand like 
you shouldn't be able to have hands that can do all that at that speed. Like it's, it's just that, it's nuts. I mean, it, like I don't even know if you could get a computer to like calculate that. Like that's unbelievable. Um, like I always say, like Ovechkin probably has the best forehand shot of all time. Of uh, McDavid, probably the most skilled at that like at full speed ever. Like, uh, like yeah, it's kind of unbelievable. I've... I just know that I, I mean I de- I definitely have not got to watch him as much as I'd like to, but when I do watch him, it's just you know always always amazing to see what he's able to do. Like you said, that speed with that skill, it's and I, I definitely think he's destined to be in the top ten of all time. Yeah, he is definitely. It's, a, it's top just 10, a matter of possibly top five. When slash if he can get a trophy depends if he gets yeah gets gets a trophy uh exactly gets gets a cup um and like does he develop other parts of his game um uh, you know that's that's yeah. kind of the big question um you know boston continues just to fuck freaking just they're just unbelievable the, it, yeah um, they, they've been lights out that, that team Edmonton is back into a playoff spot the number one wild card for a while there they were they were out they're, out. they're on the outside looking in seattle cracking or number two in the Pacific. That's that's that's. I mean, Colorado's on the outside looking in right now of a wild card spot. Like that's yeah, long way to go, long way to go. But this is kind of shaping up interesting in the West. Um, the the Metropolitan Division is is gonna come down and be neck and neck as well. So long way to go. Penguin Penguins need some goaltending though. For crying out loud, jeez. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's let's go to the NBA. Okay. Catch and shoot. So, you know, Drew's been giving us a good little weekly recap of what he sees on a weekly basis. You know, since we we did our our preview uh, on the uh, you know two for one, kind of, what's your thoughts on how the NBA season has unfolded? Anything in, recently in the past week that's caught your eye? Um, I have a good quote from Jason Whitlock, which, speaking of controversial political figures, but yeah. Drew Drew sent Teddy and I one of his tweets, and it had an all-time quote. But I'll, I'm going to save <laughs> it for after after you you give your your uh, thoughts. Uh, just you know, I think you kind of we're at that point in the season where like the cream starts, you know, separating from the chafe, if you will. Uh, it's like. You're starting Does to cream s- separate from chafe? I don't know. It, it whatever <laughs> whatever the cream the cream rises to the crop. It separates from something there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whatever. cream rises. Yeah. Uh, the wheat the wheat is separated from the chafe. The wheat in the chafe. The cream and you the get chafe. cream all over your chafe. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's not it's, it's not a good situation. I mean, there's chafing and cream involved. It's just always a <laughs> sticky situation. Uh, ooh, there's a Last of Us commercial. Uh, so. Yeah, the, this you're starting to see, you know, uh, the Celtics, the Nets, the uh, the Bucks, and the Sixers kind of get some separation from the rest of the league, uh, or the rest of the East, I should say. And then you got Denver and Memphis kind of separating in the West, kind of getting a little bit of space there from the uh, the Pelicans. And so, I think you're just starting to see. Is you know, Zion good? He is. Uh, is he averaging like twenty seven this year? Yeah, twenty six, number twenty seven, right around there. Uh, he is good. He's very good. Uh, Does he his... deserve like whatever that max deal contract is that he wants? Is he worth it? Um, if you, he he, 
it could be a piece if he's your best player like this is like that was my always like i'm gonna say about him what i've said for a long time about carmelo anthony if he's your mm. best player and your go-to, like your absolute go-to guy, your team probably isn't going to get to where you want to be, your championship aspirations. But if he's your second best player... If he's your Scotty Pippen? Yeah, Scotty Pippen. I mean, even more so like uh, if you have like a Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum situation where you have someone okay. equal or better, you know... Like he he could be that guy where he's like that level where like he's definitely an all star, definitely like gonna get you twenty six seventy seven a night, but there's someone there who's just as good or maybe better. Like he and gotcha. Brandon Brandon Egram is good. He's but he's not that level good. Right. Um. So and I would think with Zion's skill set, that player would have to be a. Kind of like a a bigger wing guy who has an outside skill set. So I'm thinking okay. like a, like a I don't, like Drew brought up like Paul George. I think last time we were talking some basketball um, as like you know a good like he's talking about pairing people with someone like a Paul George maybe or even like a Kawhi or you know even like a Tatum. Like if you had Tatum in like a Zion level, that would work. But Okay, but I, I I do think he's really good. Um, he is kind of showing what power and getting easier shots could translate to in this day and age. Um, because he's shooting like sixty one percent for the field or something like that. Like he's shoots, okay. shoots a really high percentage. You know, gets gets into the lane a bunch, uses his power and his speed to get get to the rim. Um, I think he's just showing like that's gonna always, that skill set's always gonna matter. Okay, how about uh, how about your Knicks? They're they're uh they're not doing pretty good, huh? Yeah, they're better than I thought they were gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I still think they. What, what ha- do they do well? They, with Brunson. Is kind of teaching the team a little bit pretty more. Pretty good, huh? Pretty good. <clears throat> he's been pretty good. Uh, he's kind of getting them to value possessions more. It's not just like run up here, okay? Uh, we're supposed to shoot a court, like a three from the wing, so someone just get over there and chuck up a shot. It's you know we're gonna get the right shot, the right person. Okay, we don't have their shot right here. Keep moving it. Keep working to get like an easier, better shot. Um, Julius Randle should be an all-star. He's played great this year. Um, if he's not an all-star game, that's a mistake. Uh, I, sorry, I just saw Ben Simmons got stuffed, but he got it right back and ended up dunking. Uh, I was like, wait, what? Did he, did he disconnect? (laughs) No, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, they, they, so they're, and they've been a bit more efficient, uh, Especially Randall's been a bit more efficient than he was last year, and I think it's like I said, it's Brunson getting a lot of people, you know, into and the right. Thib- Thibodeau's actually playing some of the younger guys. Yeah, um, kind of by necessity though. Like I don't really know like who else would be on the. Yeah, roster. don't give him credit. 
<laughs> yeah, like I mean, <laughs> is Obi Wan? I think o- o- uh, Obi Wan. <laughs> Obi Wan's actually playing. Uh, he was. He got injured. I mean, I know he missed a lot of time. I don't know that he came back yet. I, you know what? Actually, I think he came back and like, and he's just getting played like limited minutes right now. Um, oh, y'all got my guy, it's V McCulloch. I love that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so he was such a dog at Kansas. He would just like he would hit a shot and then he'd come down and dunk it the next possession, and I'd be like, <laughs> why can't this guy be a pro? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and he's like, he's like. Six seven, isn't he? Six, yeah, he's six seven. I'm looking yeah. at right here. Um, right. yeah, they've they've been rolling with uh, uh, Grimes or yeah, Grimes, uh, McBride a little bit. Um, you know, getting those guys some work. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is like in like a third twenty five thirty minute player for us nowadays. Um, but yeah, and then obviously Barrett has been you know, full time since he's, you know, got there, but it, they're just a solid basketball team. They're not great. They still need to get like a, that wing player that puts you over the top. Um, and you know, I think I messaged you, messaged you guys. I said, so in the first round, the Knicks are going to line up against either the Bucks, the Celtics, the Nets, or the Sixers. And like, who are they going to beat out of that crew? And it's probably no one. So, uh, nobody. I, I'm not. Where are you going? Nowhere. I, and you know, even if they do beat one of them, like, are they gonna beat three of them? Like, it's just <laughs> like, it's just. So my, even though they are having a better season than I expected, I'm, I'm still got my reserv reservations with them. Hey, just give them the Mike Tomlin treatment. Above 500, Above baby. 500, I'm, Above I'm, 500. Woo! Yeah. Um All right. You got any, Oh, so anyway, wait, let me ask. Do you have anything else on the NBA? Uh any not really. Uh I kind of interrupted a few of your thoughts. No. Uh I just, you know, I think I messaged you guys. It was like about, you know, John Morant has been putting up these highlights on everyone, throwing like sick dunks on people, and it's just like, you know, in the '80s and '90s, there was a reason why there wasn't too many of those dunks, because they would put you <laughs> on your back. But you know, that's yeah. that's why the NBA, you know, ended up cleaning this stuff up, so that way you could have these, you know. These guys who can fly and jump out of the gym could do their thing. It is more enjoyable to watch these yeah. guys dunk than like watch these guys getting fist fights getting, getting just for like going to the hoop. Like a Carmelone <laughs> elbow and uh, Isaiah Thomas in the face. Yeah, exactly. All right, so you ready for this? All right. Whit Whitlock, he was bemoaning how the high scores this past week. Blah blah blah. Okay, fine. Whatever, and, yeah. And he was saying, like, yeah, you know, there's no defense, no re no resistance in today's game. Well, okay, that's partly true. Mm, yeah. Mm. And, uh, well, it's very true, actually. But, yeah. you know, it, it's an easy – it's it's a easy complaint, even though it's it's mostly true. Yeah. Um, but, but the line that got me, which is just 100% true, was that it is nationally televised AAU games. And I was just like, holy uh, hell. Like, that yeah. is – that is – increasingly accurate yeah. to the point where it is it really is just like not not no there are there are teams that run sets and there are teams that play team defense ma mainly the warriors even though they're having a down year yeah. um 
But, like, a team like Memphis? Yeah. It, it really is just, like, nationally televised AAU. Like, Yeah. And it, <laughs> the funny part is, like, there has been some people speaking out of it, uh, out about it. You know, uh, Pops is, you know, getting old and curmudgeon So, of course, he said something along the lines of, like, oh, yeah, they should add a four and five point line and really turn it into a circus. Which, <laughs> whatever. I mean, at his age, I expect it. But then you had, like, even, like... <laughs> You had, like, Cal Kuzma that was, like, talking about, he's like, yeah, the... Oh, yeah. He was talking about how, like, the art of basketball is getting lost and blah, blah. And and uh, Austin Rivers is like, yeah, in my day, you know, you only got, like, a mixtape in high school if you were, like, super, super good. And he's like, nowadays everyone has one. And it's just all highlight culture. It's not, like, no one gives gives a darn about, like, actually, you know, the intri- in- intricacies of the game and, you know... Yeah, what so, was the Kuzma quote? It was really uh, good. Yeah, he I forget what he said. I'll, I'll have to look that up. But, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to hear these guys that, you know. Like, a Kuzma was, is not a guy that I would consider to be, uh, like, thoughtful on that level. Right. Uh, like, you know, I thought if anyone would, like, lean into the, the highlight culture, it, it would be him. But uh, I I was surprised to hear that from him. Uh, gosh, yeah, I can't, it. I can't find this quote. Yeah, I'm like searching for it too. It was so good. Ah, yeah. Mother, mother trucker, can't find it. Um, but he is donating a million dollars to his former school, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, hey, good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I, I thought that was uh, a good line. Um, no, from... I uh, I definitely agree with it. I mean, I, I, you could see it though. Yeah. Wait, All right. So we'll we'll continue to to give out the old googly goog, but um, NFL. So we we had our two for one. We recorded that Sunday night. Um, you know some you know our our goal is to get out there quick because I know after the game, like you're you're thinking about the high of the game and you really just kind of want content of even if it's just people's thoughts, which is what we're we're going after you know you want to hear what other people were thinking about the game so we're trying to record those quick and get them out to the listeners and sometimes we miss miss you know we don't have the benefit of like a couple days later it's like oh hey like this actually came out or that actually came out one thing i i saw like the next day or the day after was i guess tom brady's playoff uh, qb rating is only 90 or 89.9 or something like that now somebody com- compared it to Tebow's with Tebow's is ninety and Tebow's <laughs> had him by like point one. All right, look, that's just ridiculous. Tebow had one playoff game yeah. in his career. Like so just stop. But that being said, that's not a very high QB rating for all the wins that he has. Like you would think it would be something like way above that. Yeah, so I mean You would think it'd be like at least a hundred. Yeah, I mean he like I think we were talking about he's had some highs, highs and some low lows and like, you know, people think oh, you know, he's won all these Super Bowls. Even it, with the Bucks when he won the Super Bowl MVP, he had 201 yards passing. Like he wasn't like out there lighting it up. You yeah. know. He, he like he was did enough to get by through three touchdowns. Uh Devin White should have won that MVP and won me $5,000, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, that was that was pure <laughs> robbery. I remember that. Uh yeah. 
I mean, the guy had two picks in the Super Bowl. I, I think one, one only one the game. I think it was only one pick, but he had like 11. Uh, we're going to we're gonna say it's two. He probably had four. Uh, four or five yeah, picks. Whatever. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I got robbed. Give me my money. Yeah, but like, um, so, and, you know, one of uh, Brady's highest passing, as far as yards goes, highest passing games was in 2017 versus uh, the Eagles when they lost. He had like 500 yards passing, and it, but it was all like from behind, you know. And I think he may have had a couple of interceptions beforehand, or like a fumble, you know. So that's Drew's favorite way. Yeah. Um. All right. So just to go over the spreads again, it doesn't look like any of them have moved from when we did the show on Sunday. Uh, Chiefs favored by eight and a half. The betters are actually favoring that. Uh, the Eagles by seven and a half, uh, the Bills by five and a half, and the 49ers by four. Um, doesn't look like anything has really moved. The the Bengals and Bills over under is 48 and a half. Hmm. I thought, I I can't remember what it was. I thought we, I, See? I thought we said it'd be like 50 by the time the game came, but maybe not. So. Seems low, but uh, once again, I, I have to see what that weather is going to be like in Buffalo on January 21st or whatever the date's going to be. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts? We, we, we did our show. What, um, we'll, we'll start with Chiefs, Chiefs, Jaguars. Chiefs and Jags. Uh, I think the Jags had more of a chance than people were giving them credit for. I don't think they'll really. Win. I don't think they'll win the game, but I could see you it being they like cover the eight and a half. Uh, if the Chiefs cover, it'll be a late cover. I'll put it that okay. way. Like okay. I, I think it's going to be one of those games. You expect where, the Jags where, to be in like, the game. The Jags are winning like in the third quarter, and people are going like, "Man, what?" What's going on here? Is this going to be like an upset? And then, you know, the Chiefs kind of get a couple scores here and there and then pull, you know, one of those kind of games. Okay. Um, where the cream separates from the chafe. Yeah, yeah, the cream separates from the chafe. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. The Giants-Eagles. Uh, I've been taking some slack from my Giants buddies for saying the Eagles are going to crush the Giants. I'm not so sure. And, and here's why. Like – Jalen Hurts has not been able to operate fully with, you know, his team and six weeks at this point, you know, he had like one, what did he get a half? Like, you know, when he came back. So like, is there did he play that whole game? Did he, did he play the whole game? Uh, I thought so. But I mean, once they got ahead, I don't think they kind of were, you know, they were kind of just like protecting the lead to make sure they get the one seed. I felt like, uh, so it's not like he had like a, you know, a full, you know, full week of preparation, you know, going out, playing the game. Like he played the whole game like that. I, I just think, you know, this is the week, week, the last week of the NFL season, the circumstances are always weird. And so the I've, giant, the giants rested all their starters. Yeah, their giants week. rested like everyone, you know? So like, I, I didn't feel like that's going to be an accurate representation of like what he's going to see. So like I said, it's okay. like going to be like six weeks f- from him being like competitive football with his team. You know, I think there might be some rest there. I, I like the giants, uh, giants chances more than most people do. Okay. Uh, 
if if they could return to what he was doing before the injury, obviously that's you know I'm gonna like the Eagles, but it's one of those things. It's like I might have to see it, you know. Yeah, I, I think I think he 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 hits the gas and they they uh, just start. You, you know what? Uh, I I would not be surprised one way or the other. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Bengals Bills. What, what's your what's your take there? Bills by five and a half. That that spread just shocks the hell out of me. Which one? Uh, the five and a half. Five and a half. The Bills are favored over the Bengals. Five and a half is just a weird spread to begin with. Um, so we were thinking maybe like a twenty-seven, twenty-one for the Bills or something like that. Eh. I'm thinking like I'm thinking like. 45 to <laughs> 37 for the Bengals. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals won that one. I'm going to take the Bengals in that one. Money line? Sure, or, why not? Or, yeah. YOLO. Cowboys, 49ers. 49ers favored by four. It, it will be interesting to see if the Cowboys could get any pressure on Brock Purdy. Cause I, Purdy can move a little bit, but I don't think he's ever been like truly, truly pressured. Like Not that I've seen where he's like getting knocked down five times, six times in a game. And I think the Cowboys are capable of doing that. And it'll be interesting to see if, how that affects him. If he's going to basically see, what I said too. Yeah. Like, so Everyone's super high on the 49ers. You can't find anyone who's not taking the 49ers in this game, which it's. Did Drew that, take Dallas? I, you know what? I, I couldn't tell you. A two for one. I forget. Damn it. It's. I have to go back and I, I have to go back and, and listen. I if thought, Dak, no, because you took Dak, the 49ers all the way. If Dak was not so turnover prone. I would I would probably take Dallas here, but the way this game goes, I see Dak having a big turnover that's going to swing swing it. I'll probably go. Yeah. I'll probably go Forty Niners. Yeah. La- on a, on a last minute field goal. Okay, so you think Dallas covers the four? Sure, why not? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Nothing to add there. Um. There's two Saturday games and two two Sunday games, so enjoy. Um, da, 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 da. that's all I got at this point. Let's just do the parlay and wrap up beer one, huh? All right. Um, look, we suck at football. If you if you if you want to do football, <laughs> you go for it. We haven't hit football in freaking weeks, and we just I'm ready to be done with football. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to do football, good for you. I'm not gonna pick a football game. Um, what are you thinking? Oh man, I am trying to go through these and figure I, out. I'm I'm going I'm going hockey Saturday night. Um, I don't have the over unders yet, but I'm that's exactly where I'm going with this. Yeah. I am gonna pick. Uh, who's a team that likes to score a lot? Has no goalies. Um. I'm gonna go. Maple, wait, 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 um, wait. 
I'm gonna go aval avalanche. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'll go Maple Leafs Canadians over. You're gonna go seven o'clock on Saturday. All right, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, the Pacers over this. Let me hold on. Let me just make. Oh wait, they played the night before. Never mind. Shit. Back to back, got him. Yeah, that's oh, that's the thing with the NBA. There's like these back to backs, and like if you're not paying attention, yeah. it's like ah shit. I'm like, damn it. Uh, you know, damn, that's a back to back too. I'm like, oh, well, pick go. again, and then pick Grr. against what you're thinking. Or we could just pick my two hockey games. Um, how about let's go. Let's go the Wizards over the Magic on Saturday. Because why not take a game involving two bum teams? You know what? The, no, screw that. Because oh we're going to do something just to spite Drew. We're going to take the Timberwolves over the Rockets. Just to spite Drew. Timberwolves That's over the Rockets? That's what you get Rockets? for not being here, Drew. You hear that? We're going to take the Timberwolves over the Rockets. On what day? Uh, Saturday, I think that is, yeah, the twenty-first. Okay, Saturday, Timberwolves. Over, we talk we, to cover the spread. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, Timberwolves cover the spread versus the Rockets. That has me scared. And the over in the Maple Leafs game on Saturday. Yo, lock it in. Lock it. Lock in. it in. Take that, Drew. We got to pay for Drew's wine somehow. So we may it's as, true. We, we, got, may we should well, start. We may as well get it by betting on the Timberwolves. <laughs> we should, you know, that way the Timberwolves are paying for this sub one way or the other. Yeah. Or maybe we hedge and just pick against them all the time. And that way, if they win, we win. If they lose, we still win. It feels like we lose both ways, but I don't know. Could be. All right. Anyway, Timberwolves to cover Maple Leafs Canadians game over. There we go. Word up. Whew. All right. Now, time for the fun stuff. You ready? Assume positions for the world famous two brew salute for beer number two. And a three, and a two, and a one. Another nuggy nectie. Ooh, I thought about going that route, but... Uh, oh, Trogue's Nugget Nectar, baby. What? What's your second beer? Well, my buddy uh, Nelson uh, gave me one of these. It's also a Trogue's beer. It's a Hop Cyclone Hazy Double IPA. Uh, oh, okay. He sent me a picture. He's like, oh, this one's so good. I was like, I haven't had it. He's like, I'll give you one. So, here I am drinking it. Thank you, Nelly. All right. Give me a sip and tell me what how how it is. Oh, hold on. There's there's too much foam right now. But that will happen. Um, did you have a I did I did not have one blizzard of hops from Trogues this entire winter season. Did I you? probably haven't had a blizzard of hops in 2 or 3 years to be honest. Wow. Yeah, I'm due. I had a bunch of them last year. I had none this year. That was a good beer the several times I had it. I just Yeah, it's good. It's a classic Trogues yeah. good beer. All right, drink this beer. Let, we we, we want to know how it is. I want to hear about how it has this big head. Just like me. <laughs> uh, no, that's pretty good. You get you get a nice uh nice hoppy like uh, but it's citrusy. It's not like too piney. It's it's really good. It's smooth. I like it. Good, good, cool. All right, beer two this week. This is. 
right down the fairway for you. Yeah. The Last of Us. Oh, I thought we were going to do Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen uh, visit Paris, but okay, Last of Us. Actually, before wait, before we forget, the meme of the week and the shout-out oh, to him. Oh, yeah. What, what were we thinking? All right, meme of the week. You found this one. It was hilarious. Yes. It is. Now, Smeagol and Deagle. Back in that flashback when they were when Smeagol was still like Andy Serkis. It's me. It's here. Here's the meme. It's me heading home from work. Hey, honey, I'm getting food. You want anything? The wife. Nah, just a salad. I'm not that hungry. And then it cuts to Deagle. Look. Finds the ring from the bottom of the lake, holding the ring. And Deagle, it says, me, and the ring is my fries. And then Andy Serkis, it comes over, staring at the ring, and it says, my wife. Choke <laughs> <laughs> you out and take those fries. Oh, no, I'm good. I just want a salad. It just starts eating your food. <laughs> Damn it. Why do you just order something? Oh, I love it. You go, yeah, so honey, I, I'm going to eat two burgers. Uh, yeah, that's so funny. I, I love those memes because it's just true. It's they they think they think they're oh I'm just gonna order a salad. That, that's not that many calories, and they don't count the calories if they steal off of your plate. Yeah, those ones don't count. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I was, uh, a couple girls from work were talking about the Pittsburgh has Restaurant Week where all the restaurants have like discounted menus, and they were like, oh yeah, we were all gonna go out for Restaurant Week, but we couldn't figure out a place. I was like, ah oh, he. Bunch of women couldn't figure out where to eat. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> hey, I'm not any good at that either. I'm uh, I, I'm like Mr. Indecisive. I will throw out nine suggestions and get ten no's. Yeah. Just like D. Wade. Fall down nine times, get up ten. Yeah. Still doesn't make sense. Um, all right. Shout out to him. Just wanted to go with uh, DeJunte Murray. <laughs> He, uh, you know, apparently was asked something about his relationship with Tony Parker from the days with the Spurs, and I guess DeJunte was all sour grapes of... I, I didn't see the interview, so I don't know if he was set up, but, you know, I just read the quote, and he's, oh, you know, it's it's kind of like not a great relationship. He should have stayed there and mentored me, but instead he, you know, got all mad that I took his spot, and he went to Charlotte. And it's just like, okay, DeJunte, like... You're you're probably what like the fortieth best player in an inflated NBA at the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you, bro. Like, okay. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I hope <laughs> hope it was uh was magical for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you if I just would have had Tony Parker mentor me in that that one year. Right. Um. This reminds huh? me of uh, Jackie Moon just be like, all we gotta do is just start hitting our threes. <laughs> I just had Tony um, Parker mentor me. That's it. Uh, yep. All right. Now, The Last of Us. Yeah. And again, down, down, you know, right up your alley, right, right down the fairway for you. This, I our, mean, our, our resident video game expert. Um, this thing is getting rave reviews. Everyone's it saying it. Everyone's saying it is the closest adaptation of a video game they've ever seen. Um, a lot closer than that Super Mario Brother in ninety, uh, oh, movie in ninety four. 
Oh man, that's Super Mario Brothers. The what'd you call it? Like the punk, like the like cyberpunk, the... futuristic, <laughs> like dystopian future. Oh somehow my gosh. Mario. Some somehow they took that little beloved plumber that just it's a me, a Mario, and they just turned it into that cyberpunk, you know, grunge oh, God, movie. <laughs> this is a lot closer adaptation than that. Yeah. Um. But, uh, so, the non-spoiler version, again, it's a video game, it's apocalyptic, um, it kind of starts with, um, friggin' Big Head from, uh, uh, Silicon Valley as some kind of, as some kind of talk show host in the 60s. Yeah. And Interviewing it's like, hey, some scientists. Interviewing some scientists. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, what... Because, uh, of course, if you have scientists on, why wouldn't you be talking about potential apocalypses? And the one's like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm not worried about bacteria or viruses. But if funguses could somehow find a way to survive, you know, in, in, this, in the right conditions, it could be crazy. So, you know, like the, the premise is that there's a fungus more or less turns people into zombies. Voila, you have an apocalypse. That's the that's the non-spoiler. There's only one episode out now. It's on HBO. It's a weekly release, um, which, by the way, kind of interesting how all these streaming services have kind of migrated back to weekly releases as yeah. opposed to just binging. Very interesting there. That That's probably worth a whole other discussion. They, well, they figure, okay, if we release this uh, thing over three months... Now we got you're you've paid for three months as opposed to one month of could, our could be it could could be exactly that um but um yeah so I guess at this point get let's get into the spoilers and get into some more nitty gritty um what for you and again this was what the only video game that's been a two time video game of the year award winner is that uh, is that correct kind of i mean you know so they was originally released in 2013 when i played it and it, it took like every single award from every every game of the year award from like every publication back then like hands down it was i mean it's considered one of the best games of all time it's in the top 10 of everyone's best games list um it was just a phenomenal game just fantastic um and they so they had the original version in 2020 they end up releasing a sequel um and it came out like right as the pandemic started which was uh interesting so so the video game sequel came out came like out right during during the pandemic and so they already were then, making a a pandemic apocalypse thing before the pandemic before the pandemic like t like 7 years before it um and then so they remade the uh the original one from the ground up and that remake was released really uh, a couple months ago yeah so they have like a new version really? a new version of the original with like ps5 graphics you know all the updated graphics and stuff from the ground up they did it yeah wow instead of just like taking the game and putting it it's the same plot though yeah i, I mean it's the same plot you know same thing just are the, all the cutaway scenes the, the exact same? You know just, what? Just better graphics? I didn't play it because I was like, this seems like a bit of a cash grab. I'll wait till it's cheaper and I'll I'll get it. Just because, I, I mean, I am interested. Gotcha. It, like, I, I've already 
have this game on like multiple systems so it's like do i want to invest another 70 dollars to get it again i'll probably wait till a few years down the line when it's you know less less stress on my wallet and gotcha. give it a go because i like you know i already like i could play it a couple other formats so i'm not yeah i gotcha Sprint. um so, I had a, cu- a couple questions for you. Um, I was thinking about this. Now, watching the show, like for me, I'm on the edge of my seat because, uh, like, I don't know where it's going. Number one is, I guess, is the primary thing here. Yeah. But like. It's just, it's so well done. The, the use of silence. A lot of these things have, like, suspenseful music to transition in and yeah. out of scenes. And it's, you know, and it's trying, they, and they, you know, a lot of... Th- they, set, they set up the jump scare, things like that. This one is just, like, very methodical yeah. and silent. And it's just, like, those are the ones that just trip me out. Yeah. And and that that's what that's the setup. And, and of a this problem one, with so a lot of good. those movies that you do use that like suspenseful music is like they almost use the music to like tell you when you should be scared, as opposed to like letting the letting the show or movie scare you. Which yep, like very you said, well said. This, yep. this one lets the, lets the TV or lets the show let lets it create the tension, the suspense, the scares. You know, it just lets the action do that. Which and is, they which is they use camera angles, which is yeah, yeah. They use camera angles like in the background, like when the granny's infected, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden her body starts contorting Twitching, in the background, yeah. and it's like, ah, shit. Like that's and now all of a sudden you're like super tense. Like that's it does well. The the scene where they're in the car and it's like first person with the shotgun. That was great because like that's how that played out in. In the uh, game, so like in that scene, the the camera is almost in the back seat, and yeah, I, I mean I could get into like how there's so much of this show that is like a direct homage to the game, and is like pretty much you know telling gamers, hey, we are very focused on giving you the experience that you had in the game, so uh, so uh one of yeah. the things that the the show had to do that the game when you first start playing the game you don't play yeah. as Joel you play as Sarah his daughter so oh. you are immediately creating a connection with this little girl whereas in the show they take a lot more time to build her up as a character and there's some extra things so like in in the game you control uh, Sarah. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, and so you automatically have this connection. So they're able to get, like, right into that. And in that specific scene, that, that scene where you're talking about in the truck, you're still controlling Sarah, and you're in the back seat, and you're just kind of, like, looking around, trying to, like, watch the scenes as they play out. And you can look in every direction. So you can look to the right and see, like, whatever zombies running this way. And they kind of did a... They, so they tried to tr- capture that in the show, and I thought they did a really good job in that scene, putting that camera, like you said, in the back seat and mm-hmm. using the angles like that. I thought that was really well done. Um, 
So again, getting into the spoilers here, but so in the video game, does the girl die in the video game? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. That is that is so, like I said. So, so you're playing as the girl, but then you die, like in a cutaway so, scene. And so you're like, oh shit. You, you are playing as the girl, and w- when you know how they drive, the, like in the show. I mean, I'm gonna kind of have to like talk about the show. So you drive into yeah. drive. They they drive into town in the show, and then they get. The truck gets hit and it gets turned over and they kind of like black out, yeah. right? Yeah. In the video game, that happens. You black out and whenever you come to, then you start. That's when you start controlling Joel, as opposed okay. to Sarah, because Sarah's now being carried, right? So yeah. It's you can't control her because she's being carried by Joel. So then that's when you take over control of Joel. Okay. So it's just like little things like that, but like. The way they did it in this show paid so much homage to what plays out in the game. Into like I sent you guys screenshots where it's like the show and the game, you know, in one side by side, side, by side screenshots. Side, and yeah, they're just like identical. It's it was is amazing. So, so my question to you is to get back to that is, you know, I'm on edge. I don't know what's going to happen. You playing the game, knowing where this is going. And now they've set the expectation that this is going to be very close to the game, just with everything they've done. How how do you feel about it? Like I, I'm assuming you're excited, but like I at was, the same time, like I, are you gonna are you are you as part of you kind of like oh shit? Like I know what's gonna I happen. know what's gonna like, happen, and I was as on edge watching it as I was ten years ago playing it for the first really? time. Really? Yes, I thought it was that just because you just because you don't know. I just thought it was well, that you, well done. Like, like you well, said. You, but you didn't know if they were going to stick to the video game, right? Uh, I mean, because of how things progress and where the story goes, I knew there was certain things they're going to have to stick to. And like you said, with the daughter dying, that I knew that was coming. Like I knew, I knew that because that is such a, that plays such a large part on who Joel is as a person that – they would be it'd be impossible to tell the story without that okay um but how about moving forward because you you know where this is going you know how it is yes so like are how do you keep your like excitement level up about it um there's small differences you just just because you i guess you just want to see how pedro pascal turns out i mean it's you, you get excited to see how they portray it. You know, so whenever you hear something, you know, whether it's a book or like a game you played, you hear it's going to be adapted to either a film or a show. You kind of start getting your mental images, you know, like, okay, this, they could do this here, you know, you know, they, they could do this here. You get this vision in your mind of like, if you were creating it, how you would do these things, like what you would need to keep, you know, how it would play out. And it's exciting to see that this, these creators of the show are very much, and you could tell that it feels, it feels like they're gamers, you know, it feels like they're one of us uh, where they have the same vision and they're like, okay, we need, we need to make this happen. We need these scenes to play out in this manner to make this all work 
and this they know that what the gamers are going to be expecting and the detail <coughs> sorry the the love you could just tell like it's so carefully crafted that it gets you excited to see more of okay. what you've experienced um and there are okay. slight differences so you, you know you you want to see you know how they deal with the variables cuz not everything in the game can be translated directly 100% to you know there's got to, there's some wiggle room like things you could do in a game you can't do and portray on film so there's always got to gotcha. be wiggle room okay um i i thought it was kind of funny i made the parallel in my mind how uh pedro pascal you know was mandalorian and he has to like transport little grogu to wherever he's you That's know whatever funny. the mission I didn't even is think of that. and now he has to transport you know he, here's pedro pascal that has to go out into the wilderness you know into the great unknown and transport this little girl to whatever the destination is and i was like this guy is typecasted to one role. <laughs> He's a human trafficker. This is the way. This is this, yeah. this is the last of us. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny, yeah. but um So I, yeah, I'm excited. What I I didn't catch it the first day it was out. What day do they release it? Sundays? Sun, it's got the Sunday 9 o'clock spot. So that kind of tells you like how okay. HBO views this show. They, they, so, they, oh, so it's at 9. It's not like yeah. straight to streaming. No, it, it's the Sunday 9 o'clock HBO show. Okay. Which is the spot that like Game of Thrones has held down. Uh, Sopranos in the past. Like th- this this is like their the HBO, premiere spot. HBO Sunday at 9 p.m. is like the prime time. This is our flagship show. Like this is so that kind of tells you the expectations they have for this. Yeah. Um, were there any actors um, that that caught your eye? I know Drew mentioned that there were some people from Game of Thrones that were in in the show. Yeah. Um, uh, Ellie Haley Ramsey. She ha- she had a part in Game of Thrones, which is why I thought Drew watched it. Now that I think about it, in our group text we had mentioned how the girl died. And Drew goes, "Well, thanks, guys. I didn't watch it yet." Well, and I was just, just like, "Kind of sad because that's like one of the biggest hooks in this show that like gets you in." Like, well, admittedly, it. it's only halfway through, and yeah. I was like, "Well, Drew, this is halfway through, so honestly, I don't even know if she's actually dead yet." Yeah. I hope he doesn't listen to this before he watches it. But like again, he's the one that told me that. <laughs> I, I, I I didn't even think about it till right now, but I knew. I, there was a reason why I thought he already watched it, and he said that there was a couple actors from Game of Thrones in it, and yeah. I was like, "Well, Tori watched Games of Thrones. I didn't watch it, yeah. but uh, who, so who was it? Some beloved characters from Games of Thrones? Uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, let's see. Uh, Pedro Pascal has has uh, he was a character in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Uh, he has like a famous gruesome death in there. Uh like I said, Bella Ramsey. So, like, your top two players in this are both Game of Thrones uh, um, alums. Alums. But uh, I I don't think I saw anyone else that was, like, necessarily like, oh, yeah, this person was from Game of Thrones. Okay. Um. Anyway, that was, that was unfortunate that there was that miscommunication yeah. in the group chat. Um. All right, so... Do we? How many uh, episodes is this 
season going to be? Do you know? I want to say 10, but it might be 8. I want to say 10, though. Um, okay. I, I'd have to look. Yeah. Um, okay, so that being said, uh, nine nine episodes? Yeah, that's what it, or, yeah nine episodes. Nine episodes, yeah. I guess what's the difference? Um, weird, because Tulsa King was nine episodes. Hey. Is nine, like, the new thing? Like, why nine? I, I don't get it. I don't know. Um, any hoodles. Uh, just to wrap up, I guess, the whole video game thing, and do you have anything else to say on, on, uh, on The Last of Us? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, go for it. Um. You know, uh, for me going into the show, like I said, I you knew that the girl was going to uh, get killed. And like I said, so in the video game, they don't spend too much time with her because you just kind of like get right into it. But there Give were, me time. Yeah, <laughs> there was one line that I was like, all right, if they put this line in here, I'm going to know that like. You know, they know what we're, we're looking for. And so it's, you know, just watching it, you probably don't even think twice about it. But if you if you played The Last of Us and hold it in any regard, you were just like, I was literally like saying, yes, yes, and jumping up and fist pumping when she said it. Uh, okay. Like, so it's, it's a real, it's kind of a small scene. It's like she gets that watch for her dad for his birthday. And Sarah gives him the watch. And he's like, man, how'd you get the money to to afford this? And she goes, ah, drugs. I sell hardcore, I sell hardcore drugs. Yeah. And, and it's just like the littlest line. They both kind of like chuckle. And in the game, it's like the only, it's like the really the only real thing that like shows you like their personality and like the relationship they have. And then, you know, like they, fall asleep watching a movie and like i said so you don't have too much time with her but that just kind of gives you like the insight it's the one thing that gives you the insight into their relationship and like how comfortable they are with each other and i was like all right if they give us this then i could like i feel like i could trust them to like really deliver nice and so like when she said yeah drugs I sell hardcore drugs. I was like, yeah, I'm literally, I'm literally standing up and fist bumping, going, yes, yes. And <laughs> it, it's like victory it's, for the yeah. gamers. And it's amazing. Like I said, more so than even just like the uh, the screen by screens I sent you. There's so many times uh, in this show where they will use lines verbatim from like. Uh, from the from the game like you know whenever yeah. like just like little things that you just think wouldn't even think about like you know whenever they bring uh ellie back to the to their uh apartment and they're like what are you some kind of big wigs daughter or something like that is yeah. literally line from line from the game after you yeah. know after, i watched the episode twice and then i went and played through to where they are in the in the game in the show so yeah. I, I actually went through and played a couple hours of the game just to get to like where we are in the show. And I think I'm going to continue to do that every week. 
after you know the show i'll play the game to get to where they are and then kind of stop to you know so i could you know see what how they portray it and then see how it actually was because yeah, that's cool you know i i have my I, I still have like you know some pictures in mind certain scenes are more vivid than others but you know there's a lot going on there um it's interesting to see some of like the differences that they, they, you know, some of the things they had to switch. Because, like I said, it's, it can't you can't be a hundred percent, you know, TV to a video game. So, like, and the opening with Sarah, like I said, they did a lot more to like build her up as a character. They probably spent like fifteen twenty minutes on her, to, to, you know, to make you care about the character in a way that yeah. that you just you know instantly get with video games because that's who you are. So, yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, yeah, you know. They mention the neighbors in passing, but you'd never have like the, all that interaction. Um, the Robert situation, uh, you know that that whole situation is the more in the game. It's like the tutorial section, so you're learning. You know, you're going through like certain specific things, and they're telling you to do like, hey, do this to crouch and. You know, do this to sneak up on someone and choke them to death, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> but, you know, and then you get, you come to the show, they've already spent so much time on Sarah and building her up. They kind of have to, like, you know, stiff something else to make up for it. So the Robert situation's played out a little bit more uh, in the game. Um, one thing I thought that was pretty cool is the lady who plays Marlene in the show is okay. the original voice actor from the original game. So I thought that was really cool that wow. they got they got her to actually come back and play Marlene. Wow. Which yeah. Um could you tell that right away? I thought the voice sounded familiar. I was like, "Ah, oh, and, and uh, you know, they they did facial capture for all the characters, you know, and she looked okay. she looked pretty Pretty similar. And I was Spot like, on. I was yeah. like, ah, she looks similar to you know the game. The voice is very similar. And then I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, this is the exact person. Huh. Um, one other thing that I think could play out much differently from the game that happened in the first episode. Um, in the first episode, you see Joel go into that guy who has the radio, and he's like, I haven't. Haven't heard from Tommy in three weeks. He usually responds after a day. Blah, blah, blah. I got to go find him. And that's kind of like Joel's motivation to go leave and take Ellie. In the video game, Joel and Tommy had a falling out and haven't spoken to each other in years. Oh. So, like, Joel uh, transporting Ellie, instead of... In, in the show, like, Joel's, like, selling pills to, like, the police guy. Mm-hmm. In the game, he's trying to move guns, and his involvement with the police is non-existent. So, he's trying to move Ellie so he could get control of these guns so he can move these guns. And that's his whole motivation for starting his trip with Ellie, not to go see Tommy. So, it'll be interesting hmm. to see where the show takes that aspect if they're going to stray too far from the source material or if they're going to be close enough where it's you know passable i think they're going to like knowing where the story has to go i think it's going to be close enough where 
You know, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Who cares? But okay, that's the one th- that Tommy connection there is the one thing that I could think like will be play out much differently than the than the game. Like I said, there's All other right. differences or more on the smaller side. Just you know, creative things you have to do because of the different mediums. The Tommy situation yeah. is one though that could be fundamentally different. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, and now, well, that, well, it kind of helps answer the question of like, how do you, an- you know, now that you, since you've played the game, how do you anticipate and get excited for this? Uh, that's a yeah, that's, that's a huge difference. Yeah, that, that, so that, that, that could potentially be a huge difference. Um, and you know, like gamers, you know, a lot of the times, like. When you play a game and it hits you like the right way, oftentimes you'll go back and just be like, "All right, I love this game so much. I haven't played it in five years. I'm just gonna go play it again." Like before, like I told you, uh, the last Last of Us Part Two came out like in the pandemic. Um, before that came out, I went back and played Last of Us One again. I was like, "I love this game. I haven't played it in a while. I'll play through it again before I play Last of Us Part Two. So like. You do go back and revisit and want to have those same feelings again and, you know, kind of have that. So it's like when, Drew rewatching. Re, yeah, it's like rewatching your favorite movie or whatever. So when you're watching all, all, all the shows that he binges yeah. nonstop. So it's like, you know, when you say, how do you get excited for the show? It's like rewatch. It's like you're re, especially with as close as they made it. It's like re-experiencing the thing you love again, like. Whether it's a show or a song, appreciate or that. You know, yeah, pretty good. Um, any any other comments you want to make on that before I swing to a related question? Um, one thing that was a difference between the show, which when I tell you why I think they did it, it'll make perfect sense. So the you know the the cordyceps. I think they mention it whenever they're doing the the inner interview with the, uh, the guy in the beginning, the cordyceps fungi, uh, in the game, okay. it takes on the form more of a mold because a mold is a form of fungus. Um, and mold obviously oftentimes, uh, manifests itself with spores. You know, when you get mold, if you get like mold in your house, you always have to worry about like spores. You yeah. breathe them in or whatever. In the game, the cordyceps, same thing. These, uh, the clickers is what you're going to find out that the infected people are called. Um, they, in the game, they give off spores that, you know, when the player oh. breathe them in, that's whenever they get infected. So, like, half the time, anytime you're around them or, like, around their, like, hives or whatever, you always, like, the players in the game will always put on, like, these gas masks. And so I'm guessing, you know, with HBO, you don't want your stars having their face covered 90% of the time when they have these gas masks on. So I'm guessing that difference where it's like, okay, now they got these tendrils coming out of their mouth, you know, and now they bite you as opposed to like having our stars cover their faces, you know, oh. the majority of the time. Was there no biting in the video game? No, it was not biting. It was like sport. Oh. It was like sport. No I mean, biting at all. No, they, they, they would because they would attack you. But like, okay. 
a lot of it was like spores was like the main oh, way okay. you got infected. Oh, like people right. would be like, oh, I didn't realize they were in the area and now I'm infected. Like you would find notes that'd be like, oh, I, you know, I, we didn't realize that there were spores in the area and now I'm infected and now it's too late, blah, blah, blah. So, the, okay. So that's a main difference with the clickers. But like I said, you know, you're not going to have, not gonna, <laughs> you're not going to pay that Pedro Pascal money and have him cover yeah. his face <laughs> the yeah. majority of the time. Yeah. That's funny. But uh, speaking of him, man, he's on fire right now because sure he's is. got this going. Mando starts on March 1st and then he's whoo, hustling, man. It's going to be all Pedro for like until he's, he's been in front of that camera for a while. <laughs> Putting in work, long days. Yeah, putting in that work. Long yeah, long, long hours, stacking them checks. He better. I hope he's not going fifty million in debt buying exotic snakes. <laughs> That's what separates the cream from the chafe. He's got to feed Grogu something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> separates the cream from the chafe. <laughs> so good. Um, all right. So, just to close it out. What other video game to show adaptations have you enjoyed? You know, The Witcher comes to mind. The Witcher. That was what? That was a book, right? A book so, to video game to. Yeah. You've talked about that before so, when we did our Witcher recap. The Witcher was originally a set of books that got adapted to video games. Um, eventually, the video games were supposed to add to the end of the books because they wanted to keep. Making more and more games. Um, there's several Witcher, more Witcher games in development. Um, but then the Netflix. Isn't there a Witcher prequel that's out right now? Yeah, there's that Blood Origin, and I have not what, watched. What? It, I haven't watched. What? What I, streaming service? It's is on it Netflix, on? but I haven't bothered to see what exactly they, what material they tackle or. What the deal is It's a there. prequel to The Witcher? I think so, and it's got it got, ter- it got terrible reviews. And, Did it really? Yeah, everyone just trashed it, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, but that was... You liked The Witcher, right? Oh, I loved it. I, uh, the, the show, right? The show, yes. The first two seasons were great. Uh, the first season was really good because... It stuck a lot closer to, like, the books. Season 2 started to pull away from the books. And you can see now that, like, uh, Henry Cavill, who plays Geralt. Henry Cavill? Yeah, Cavill. But, uh... They don't pay you to pronounce names. Yeah, if you're looking for correct... I gotta do my Drew impersonation. I gotta mispronounce everything. I should call him, uh, (laughs) Henry. Henri. Henri Cavill. Henri Cavill. <clears throat> but uh yeah, he uh he wanted everything to be super close to the uh, source material and they started to stray away and that's when after, now season 3 is going to be his last season. And so if I and I said at the time if The Witcher would stay as close to the source material as The Last of Us show is doing, we'd still have Henry Henri Cavill. Yeah, but 
I mean, the thought was that he was going to go do Superman. And that lasted like all of 13 seconds. Yeah, exactly. They were like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, he pulled out of that real quick. And and, uh, I'm like, all right, we'll bring him back for this. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, What others have caught your eye in terms of video games turned show or well, movie um a recent one speaking of the last of us the uh developer of the last of us naughty dog uh they are they also produced a series of games called uh uncharted and the uncharted are very oh yeah uncharted are like playing a michael bay movie on steroids they're and, and, and like the the characters are engaging and the stories are good and it's just fun time all around and it's just they're just some of the best games uh uncharted recently got made into a movie starring tom holland and mark Wahlberg. Um, yeah it was it was okay it 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 was uh not bad i mean it's it wasn't like it was like it was an original story, so it didn't follow what happened in any of the video games. Oh. So they were just playing the characters doing, like, a different story. And they did okay. Um, it, it, it was... Uncharted's are kind of, like... They're very National Treasury, where it's like, oh, we go over in, you know, kind of, like, National Treasury and, like... Uh, Da Vinci Codish, where it's like, oh, we go over here and we find a symbol and it leads us to the next place that, you know, we find this other symbol and, you know, there's like always the promise of something at the end of the road. Um, but the movie was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Okay. Um, All right. I, here's some, <coughs> here's some, uh, rapid fires for you. Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft. Remember that from a couple years back, the movie? I watched it in uh, theaters in 3D. How, how, how was it compared to the games? Uh man. So, uh, it's not... World of Warcraft is a hard one to compare. Like, I was surprised that ever got made into a movie. Yeah. Uh, like... I really like the movie. You like the movie? Well, yeah, uh, I, I, didn't, I don't know anything about the game. The game is one of the, like... It was one of the first, and it was the one that really took off, of, like, an MMO, like, right. online, where it's just people get together in groups, you know, spawn the Leroy Jenkins and everything else. Like, uh, there was a great South Park episode about uh, World of Warcraft. Um, but, yeah, it, it was one of the original. So, it's, like, you get in groups with, like, your friends, and then you go, like, tackle whatever quests and... You get to the end and fight the boss and get get the uh, rewards. <coughs> I just, it was just not the right didn't thing. Capture the not game. Not the right thing to like translate to a movie. So like, I was surprised that they tried to yeah. even convert it in the first place. Um, I really like Travis Fimmel because he was in Vikings, and he was the main guy in that movie. So I was like, all right. I love I love this guy. I'm gonna go watch this movie because I like him, and it, the movie was just okay. And they left it open to make a sequel, and they just didn't because and they just didn't. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, 
How do you feel about the Mortal Kombat movies compared to the game? All right. I, I don't I don't even know really if I've ever liked... watched the Mortal Kombat movies, quite frankly. <clears throat> yeah, I really liked the newest one that just came out that was like came out like what 2019 or so, something like that. Yeah. Uh 2021, yeah, 2021 I think. Even more recent. That one I really liked. I thought that was well done. The 1995 and I think there was 1997 was Mortal Kombat Annihilation somewhere around that range yeah those 91s have like a certain cheesiness factor that is like to me is an endearing quality about 90s action films uh but those actually try to like stick closer to like the plot where it's like okay we have this uh this tournament, <clears throat> you got to try and, you know, get in and fight people and move up and down the ladder. The, the, those ga- those movies try to stick, like, kind of close to, like, the plot of the games, which is crazy because there was only Sega Genesis games. Not, yeah, and it wasn't, and it wasn't much like, of a plot. Yeah, and it wasn't like, there was zero depth of characters, like, explained much besides, like, a blurb. It was like, ah, oh, Sub-Zero comes from... From the cold depths of blah blah blah, uh, he's gonna you know try and use his freezing cold arts to kill his enemies, and you know it wasn't anything crazy. Like now, as as the series progressed, the backstories of all these characters of your Sub Zeros, your Scorpions, your Raidens, the Liu Kangs, they all those all got fleshed out more as the series got like more and more entries, but. You know, just for those movies going off of the uh, the early Sega Genesis games, I thought was interesting that they like try to do the tournament stuff, and they just have that '90s cheesiness that I love. I- I'm a sucker for that. All right, I got four more. Go a little bit rapid fire here, a little bit. Um. Just going to mention Sonic. I didn't watch the Sonic movies. I I haven't seen either of them, to be honest. I think I watched one of them with my kid, but quite honestly, I don't even remember it. Um, Hitman. Loved the game. How did the Hitman movie do? Uh, Or movies or whatever? It's funny because there was a Hitman movie, and it got, like, rebooted, like, almost immediately. Uh, (laughs) We messed this up. Let's just put another one out there. It, it was crazy. And I think the second one may have had Mark Wahlberg in it. Um, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, I think, was also in the Max Payne movie, which is another video game. Uh, he, yeah, he but, was. Uh, the first Hitman movie was I, I mediocre at best. It was not good. It was not great. Yeah, and the second one was a little bit better. And then I didn't end up seeing the second one because I was like, all right. I just didn't trust that. You messed up once. Yeah, I just didn't trust. I never saw it. And then, just to close it out... I heard good things uh, about... This, going back to the Sonic movies, I heard good things about them. And I, and I do I do mean to watch them, but I just haven't. The okay. most recent Sonic game that just came out in November was pretty solid. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Sonic 2 just came out in November. Uh, no, months, no. Not, three, not three the movie. Ago. I'm talking about the game. Oh, the, the most okay. recent the game, mo- Sonic Frontiers. That was a pretty solid. Well, game. the movie, the movie came out. Yes. Um, 
Right, right around that uh, time. I think I wanted to say it came out a little bit earlier in the year, but it probably okay. hit the streaming services around that time. Oh, uh, okay. Um, two iconic ones: Resident Evil. Oof. Uh, how do you like? How do you? How do you like the movies compared to the to the games? The games blow the movies out of the water. Um, okay. The thing it's you know it's funny with The Last of Us because like I've seen so many memes and I probably should send them to you. Now that you brought up Resident Evil, about like how good that The Last of Us was remade, and like how Resident Evil fans are like, why couldn't we get this made? Like, yeah, you know. But uh, the Resident Evil That's... movies were. I've watched, you know. So there's been the Resident Evil movies. Uh, Mila Jovich was in like six of them or something. Uh, they were. Never great. They were okay action movies. If you'd never played the games before, I felt like you would probably enjoy the movies more. Okay, got um, it. But they were never great movies. Uh, Last but, one. But, oh. but there's, you know, it's funny because there's like, there's probably honestly at least ten Resident Evil movies. And there, I've tried to watch, like, Netflix had a couple different, like, Resident Evil shows. Like, at least probably three of them. At least. There's been, like, so many attempts on the Resident Evil universe. And, like, none of them have stuck. Yeah. But Um, but the games are fantastic, which is, and have, like, a decent story, which is... Yeah, Which is kind of, well, you know... Speaking of like your, you know, going to your love of zombies, I don't know that we ever touched on this on the podcast. Has it ever been touched on where your love of zombies started from? I think you and I did did say this before, where, where you we had the GameCube, I had the you GameCube. got the Resident Evil, you got the Resident Evil games, yeah, the the remake, and I just come, I just walk in on you playing Resident Evil, and it's a cutscene of this zombie just devouring this this corpse, and I'm like. What the hell are you playing? And you ran like, and told mom and dad. <laughs> no, I didn't tell them. I told them I was like, dude, you better not have this shit on TV when mom and dad come in the room because you're going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. And this is ridiculous. Like, you need to get this shit off. And then, lo and behold, it's and, this giant puzzle and it's really interesting. And then you sat and watched me play like every zombie game after that. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. And, and then after that, you were zombie obsessed. And, be, and then it became yeah that that started my love of zombies after that that one scene. Um, last one I wanted to throw at you was Tomb Raider. I so Tomb Raider was always a PlayStation exclusive, uh, and we never had PlayStation growing up. We're always Nintendo guys. Yeah, so. I didn't have an extensive knowledge of the Tomb Raider games, like the OG games. Um, so I didn't have much to go from there. And I'll be honest, the movies, I never had like any inkling to watch them. I'm like, eh. And I was like, I would, I was like, I'd much rather go back and play the games than sit here and watch a movie, <laughs> watch the, any of the Tomb Raider movies, even though gotcha. Angelo. Ju- Angelina Jolie is roll tied. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, man. Well, good stuff. This was this was yeah. good chat on uh, the Last of Us. I'm excited to watch 
these remaining eight oh, episodes yeah. over the next eight weeks. Hey, maybe um, in eight weeks from now, you know, I'll come back on and we could discuss about how awesome the entire series was. Love it. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Um, Drew will be caught up by then, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. And um, he's too busy I'm playing gonna... with Mickey Mouse. Hoo hoo hoo, Mickey. Oh, hey, maybe I'll get a bubble ring. He's down in LeBron. LeBron's uh, yeah, the, ha- site the of house that LeBron ring. built. Um, on that note, I'm going to give you the green light to use his phrase. And Tori, I will say, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. I ain't using his phrase. Never nervous. <laughs> All right, big kisses. Sit down, pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd, get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talking about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>